Hello HMOers! Today's video is all about applying for an HMO licence, what you need to prepare, when you need to apply and how much it's going to cost. If you're getting ready to apply for your very first HMO licence, I'm going to talk you through the steps that you need to prepare for to make sure that you get your licence in on time, ready for getting your tenants in safely. So this is a very simple step-by-step -step process, but it takes a bit of organisation and a little bit of preparation to do. In all areas now of the UK, since October 2018, any properties that have got five bedrooms or more will need to have an HMO licence. The HMO licence covers the number of people living in the property. And if you've got one person per room, then you won't need an HMO licence if you've got anything less than five people. But let's say you've got a big property and it might have three bedrooms, but you're planning on having couples. So you're planning on having six people in the property. Well, then it will need an HMO licence because it's the people that count, not the rooms. So because you're going to have six people, it means that you will need an HMO licence. So the first thing to think about is how many people are going to be inhabiting living in your HMO. Now, once you've got that decided and you know that you need an HMO licence, give yourself plenty of time to apply. In some areas of the country, you really want to be applying at least eight weeks in advance of getting that fifth person into the building. Because as soon as you have got four people into your HMO, it becomes a statutory requirement to have the licence before the fifth person has moved in. Because at that point, it's technically illegal if that fifth person moves in and you haven't got your licence. So give yourself plenty of time. It might be in your area that you actually need to start applying for your licence as soon as you buy the property, as soon as you start the refurb. But in other parts of the country, it's a little bit slower and you might find that actually you can you can leave it till a few weeks before you can see that you will have your fifth tenant in the property. So give yourself plenty of time. The other step is, of course, to make sure that you pull together all the paperwork that you need. And that in itself can take time. Now, in your local area, it will be your local council, your local housing team, uh, and it'll either be invi the environmental health team or it'll be the housing standards team that will be the one who will be administering the license process. So there's probably one or two people within that team who will be responsible for HMO licensing. Now, if your local council is organised and uh, up to speed, there may be an online link that you can press and you can fill out the form online. In some areas, unfortunately, they're not quite that advanced. Technology and the internet have not yet reached them. And you will have to phone up your housing office and find out exactly from them what form you need and how you can complete it. I do know that in some areas of the country, they are actually charging you to fill out a paper form. And if you fill out the online form, you do not have to pay that charge. So they're realising that it's much more speedy and more efficient to do an online form. So find out how to get the form. Find out whether it needs to be online or a paper form that you need to complete. Now, the form will ask you many questions and there'll be certain areas of that form that will take you some time to complete. So make sure that you set aside enough time to complete all of the details on there and to make sure you have all your paperwork ready.
So some of the things that you're going to need, and I have my list here of the things that you will need. Um, you'll need a photo ID of the license holder. So one of the tests in the license is a fit and proper person's test. In our local area, I actually had to upload an advanced CRB. They wanted me to have a Criminal Records Bureau check, an advanced one, so that I could become an HMO license of one of our properties. So if you're going to become the license holder and the manager of that property, then you, you too may have to go through an advanced CRB. This is why you need to give yourself plenty of time, because it's all these additional administrative tasks that are going to take your time. You'll also need photo ID of the manager. So the, these are two different roles. The license holder and the manager are two different roles on the, on the license. They can be the same person, but you might decide that you'd like your agent, your managing agent to be the manager of your HMO, while you will still be the license holder. Now again, check the rules in your local area where your HMO is located. In some areas, they require the license holder to live no more than 50 miles away from the property. So check who can be the license holder and who can be the manager and if they can be the same person. So other certificates that you'll need. If you're applying for this very, very early, of course, in your refurb process, you won't have these certificates yet. That doesn't mean to say that you can't put in the application. You can still put in the application, but the council will then be waiting on you to send in, to supply them with all of these documents once you have them. So what are the documents that you will need? You'll need the fire alarm test certificate. You'll need the building control completion certificate. You'll need the electrical installation condition report. You'll need the gas safety certificate. You'll need an example of an AST that you're going to be using to manage the property. If you have portable appliance testing certificates, you'll need those. You'll need a fire risk assessment and you may need floor plans detailing the layout of every room on each floor of the property. And there may be some more things that your local council also requires. So check out what forms you need and put them together in an online folder and just call it HMO licensing and you can start to upload all the details that you need into that folder. Now the fire risk assessment is an interesting one. In our local area we can do a fire risk assessment ourselves and upload it and that's fine and the council are happy with that. But it might be that in your area you have to bring somebody in. Now, this can often be somebody from the local fire service. They carry out these fire risk assessments. You'll have to pay a fee for that. Or it might be somebody from the council who will have to do it. So check out who can do the fire risk assessment in your area. But if you can do it and it's not too complex a building, it's well worth having a go yourself. Now, once you've completed the form and you've uploaded all the information and you've got the certificates and you've done all the checks and you've sent in your ID, of course, the next factor is the fees, the cost. Now these vary across the UK dramatically. In some parts of the country they're as low as £500 for five years, so effectively that's £100 a year for five years. In other parts of the country they're over £1,000 for five years. So check out how much your licence fees are in your local area and make sure you have enough money to cover for the licence fee. Now, generally, licenses last for five years, but in certain areas, they have brought in different regimes. And in some areas, you can pay for a two-year license. 
Now, of course, depending on how long you think you're going to keep your HMO for, which you might not quite know yet, um, it's probably worthwhile applying for the longest length of licence. Do remember, though, that if it comes to selling your HMO, if you, you're not sure if this is going to work and you're maybe just dipping your toe in the water, then maybe a two or three year HMO license would be better because you can't transfer it on the sale. The HMO license is for the person, the, build, the, the, the manager of that HMO license. They are the license holder. And if you were to sell your HMO, then the person who then buys the HMO, if they decide to be the license holder and the manager, they'll have to apply all over again. So just consider how long you want that license to last for. Now, normally this process of uh, going through the, the, the application process and being approved takes about two months. So it's not, not a massive long time, but it's not overnight either. In some areas, they're quicker than others, and it's very difficult to predict which areas are going to be quick because it all depends on the volume of work that they have. But bear that in mind, if you're applying for a licence, give yourself enough time. Once you've applied for the licence and sent in all the paperwork, it will take a, a few weeks for you to get the reply back from the council and if you don't get it within a, about four weeks I would recommend that you chase that um, and find out where the application has got up to. Now pretty soon you should get a draft license in the post so this is a pack of information that uh, confirms all the information that you've given to the council, there may be some additional questions for you and somebody from the housing team will want to come out and look at the property and assess it for its safety and make sure that it meets all the requirements so that they can then issue you with the license. Initially, you'll get a draft license and then after about five to six weeks, as long as there are no objections, that license becomes a real HMO license. Now, with that license, you need to display it in a prominent place. So it's a good idea to get it laminated and it's a good idea to take copies of it and keep one of the copies on file. When your tenants move in, you can share um, an electronic link to the license so they can see it. But we also make sure that we have a physical copy up in the building so that they can see that it's licensed, uh, how many people it's licensed for and what the parameters are around the licensing. So very quick overview to applying for your license. Uh, it's nothing to be scared about, just a bit of organisation. And assuming you are a fit and proper person and you pass that test, you'll have no problem in getting your HMO license. Speak to you very soon.